Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hey girls and welcome back to another episode of Rise of the Savvy Souls. I'm super excited to introduce you today, today's guest. Today's special guest is Taylor Lane and she is a mentor for women in the areas of life, business and spirituality. So through her one-to-one mentorship and co-leading and facilitating her online community called the Inner Bloom Sisterhood, she really helps women redefine what is possible when they become their truest selves. So Taylor, welcome. So excited to have this conversation with you today. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay, me too. And for anybody who is listening, I'm currently just having a conversation with Taylor as she sits out in her gorgeous, what do we call it? A garden, a lake view. She's located in Guatemala. Like just just give the run through of where about you are in the world and and the, the views of how we're recording this podcast right now. Yes, absolutely. So if you hear a lot of nature sounds, it's because I'm literally sat in the garden and there's um, there's tons of like pitaya uh, plants around me and periwinkle and there's a cow mooing in the background because we live next to a permaculture farm. And yeah, <laughs> on the other side of the laptop is this gorgeous lake view. I'm in um, Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. If any spiritual people out there have been here and felt the energy, you'll, you'll, I know you're like smiling listening to this right now and remembering how amazing amazing of a place this is and if you haven't been here I just told Sarah put it on your list it is spiritual heaven on earth and it just really allows you to connect to the spirit of mother nature and she shows you so much when you're here and people even say that their dreams are more vivid when they're here there's just so much energy going on with all the volcanoes we have here and the indigenous wisdom that still lives on here it's it's my paradise. <laughs> it is. And it's, I was just saying to Taylor before we hit record, I was like, I've not been there, but I'm definitely feeling the vibes and feeling the energy coming through. So thank you for sharing that. Cause I'm definitely going to add that to the bucket list anywhere Absolutely. where there's like anywhere where there's gorgeous spiritual energy and like definitely indigenous vibes and, and culture and things to be learned from mother earth herself, like count me in. Amazing. So Taylor, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, who you are, the work that you do. Um, I know that you've got an incredible community, the Inner Bloom Sisterhood, and you're doing some incredible things over there. Tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So like I was describing a bit before we press record, when I came to Guatemala five years ago, I was not in touch with my spirituality at all. 
I was probably unrecognizable to, to everyone who knows me now. I was very much into CrossFit and very masculine energy. I was um, into health and wellness, and I was an elementary school teacher. <laughs> I was always into um, mental fortitude, personal growth. I was always reading books um, about mindset and, and so on and so forth, and I was always an athlete growing up. But in t not until I came to Guatemala did I really uncover my truest self. And that's why I do the work that I do, because I, I truly think everyone, if given the opportunity, can reveal to themselves what life is like when they become their truest self. And when that happened, I discovered a much more feminine side of myself, a much more creative, intuitive side of myself that I didn't know existed. Like I literally would have told you that you were crazy if you told me that like that I do what I do today and lead people spiritually and that I study the things that I study and I'm into those things. Um, it's, it's still quite shocking to me and I love that. And that's what I help women do as well is always be up for the surprise of their life because I feel like we should surprise ourselves and we should, um, we should uncover things that we never knew were possible. And this podcast episode is, is great timing for me because I just turned 28. So I'm, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, who am I on your birthday? You know, it's like, it's a really good pause and reflect moment. And I, I wrote a post on Instagram about the spiritual journey for me being more about a heart opening than a third eye awakening. Like it's all about the heart for me and the power of the heart and the intelligence of the heart. Um, and so what happened in these five years to, to lead me to this place is I went from being a career coach online, that's my, my background, for three years in a wildly successful business to having a spiritual awakening and feeling like, who am I? I am nothing. What am I doing? And I, I realized that I wasn't living the life that I would choose if it were up to me now as a spiritual being. And so that's when I knew I had to shift things. Um, and so now I lead women spiritually and in business and, and in life coaching as well. And I created with my other co-foundresses, the Inner Bloom Sisterhood. That's all about spiritual growth. So mm -hmm. now I just get to be in my divine life every day chatting about these things. And I don't have to wonder what would it be like if I ran my whole life based on who I feel I am today um, and also not being afraid to tear that down. If I feel different in another phase, I'm, I'm willing to tear this whole life apart again and again and again based on how I feel I need to run my life. And what a privilege to be able to say that, right? Um, so in a nutshell, that's the journey that I've been on. I, I love that. And I, I'm always fascinated by the spiritual journey that each of us goes on individually I think there's probably not one spiritual person who's like, I totally knew I was going to do this. I totally knew I was going to end up in this place. It's like, I say that all of the time. I'm like, I would never have guessed that this is where my path was going to bring me. And the same as what you just said, that I'm into the things that I'm into, that I'm experiencing the things that I'm experiencing. But I think that's just such the beauty of really stripping back and tuning into who you truly are you do surprise yourself. And I love the way you put that across in terms of, yeah, let's surprise ourselves with seeing who we actually are, where we might end up, 
what we might create. And the most beautiful thing about everything that you said as well is I'd be willing to like deconstruct it all again in a heartbeat if I needed to. Because I think once you've been through that transformational journey once, you just know that the reward is so worth it on the other side, right? Right. And you honestly, you get less and less bothered by how rapid the involvement is. The first couple of times, I, I don't know, maybe you resonate with this. It's like, you're so annoyed that every time you seem to get it, it's like, then another thing happens. Then you go through another level of awakening and you're like, when can I catch up? The answer is never. And to be on the edge of your own involvement is, oh, it's, it does take such strength and will mm. and faith that it's going to be okay, even if you have to tear it down again. Um, so I want to encourage anyone who's listening um, and feeling like, well, the spiritual awakening has been the best thing that ever happened to me, but also externally, it might cause a lot of chaos. Seemingly, it might cause a lot of destruction. Um, and those, those forces are very spiritual um, in and of themselves. So I, I always say like, it is what it is, is the most spiritual thing you can say if you truly understand the frequency of those words. So if you're going through uh, cycle after cycle after cycle of uh, basically tearing down everything you think you are in order to reveal who, who you truly are, this, this belonging to, to a more um, spiritual existence, then good on you, it, you know, just accept it for what it is and and keep going because once you've opened that door it's it's really hard to go to go back so you, oh, you yeah. it. If you're, <laughs> podcast, you're already there <laughs> you've already opened the kind of worms you're not going back to how you was before it's like I say that all the time I'm like I'm too deep in it now there's not a chance I'm going back but it's like uh-oh here comes another layer time to peel something else back and that's exactly what it is. And it's very courageous work to do. So yeah, anybody who is listening, they're already on the path. They're already being courageous. And you're, you're living proof of somebody who's been courageous enough to really like step outside of the box, you know, move your life to Guatemala, redefine what success looked like for you. Because in hearing you say that you already had a successful coaching business prior and then you redefined that to be more in fitting with who you truly are now like what did that look like for you what was what was the shift I guess in redefining that success absolutely I, I think that's that's a really good question I struggle to to put my finger on that whole transition because it was the first time in my life that I felt as you said that my heart was leading me beyond what my mind knew was possible. So even when I moved to Guatemala and I stopped being an elementary school teacher and I redefined success for myself, my, my heart was leading. I knew where I needed to be. I know it didn't make too much sense logically, financially, but I, my mind could conceive of it. I had seen other people do this before, et cetera, et cetera. When my heart took over in my, in my spiritual journey, I was dumbfounded. I was like, I am the career coach. I was so attached to what I had made myself and made for myself that um, it was it was a complete destruction of this illusion, which can feel very shaky. Mm. Um, so I even struggled to this day to put my finger on it. But one of the moments that was uh, really impactful was a day that I felt super overwhelmed and I felt that I couldn't stop my business. I couldn't stop the life that I had chosen. And that was when I knew my 
what I can now say with the proper language um, that I resonate with, but I didn't know at the time was that I had given my power away completely to this illusion, this facade that was, that was running my finances and running my prestige and my uh, people knew my name and they knew me for this. And, and it was all BS. It was all BS that I could just let go of if I allowed myself to, if I was really in my power. And so I laid in my, in my backyard, I laid down and I was just crying and I was uh, pulling Oracle cards and looking at the Buddha card that I had pulled. And I was like, I don't need any of this anymore today. After today, I just really don't. I need exactly what my soul desires every day. When I wake up, I need the space to be able to hear that and feel that. And I started truly committing to the detachment of that identity that I had created for myself. Um, so that was one of the pivotal moments that I decided I'm willing to tear it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, I then went through six months of the lowest income that I had had probably since like university years. And I had to do it. I, I truly had to go through that um, because again, money, it, it doesn't matter. You will have all of the abundance that, that you um, are truly worthy of and you know that you can call in. Um, and so I, I was just with all the faith in the world telling myself every day, this is going to pass. I'm doing what I know I, I should be doing from a soul perspective. And so if right now feels like a drought, it's because I'm filling my well in, inside you know, mm-hmm. so that again, like you said, courageous work, it's the heart, <laughs> the heart leads and the mind follows. So that was the, in essence, the transformation that I made was detaching from the identity of, of any role that I could play in any business and truly just peeling it back to the soul and being able to consistently identify with the soul um, cause way less suffering, way less anxiety, way less um, illusion in my life and just allows me to play as the soul and serve different people. And as you're saying that, I'm just like hearing the word fluidity. I'm like, it's so fluid. And that's also the way of like 5D consciousness where we're headed to is this fluidity and way less rigidity, which I think in the business world specifically, we're really seeing that now we're really seeing there's less of this rigid um, definition almost, if you will. And it's definitely, I like to think of my business because I definitely went through what you've gone through, but I I wouldn't have caught, yours has been like a a heart awakening and and all of that. Mine was the womb awakening and lower chakras. Um, But for me, it was the same thing. It was detached from what you think is your business identity and reality. And become more playful as a soul and in the creation of your art and that your life gets to be your art now and your work gets to be your art too. Mm, Absolutely. And I love the word fluidity. I'm obsessed with the concept of water in business. Like the element of water has truly inspired me and taken me to levels of creativity and abundance and flow that I didn't know were possible with my fiery energy. So in my uh, birth chart, in my astrology chart, I am all fire all the time. And I personally resonate with that, with my personality. Mm-hmm. When my heart started to take over and started to tell me what was going on, I started resonating with this 
water element inside of me. I'm a Pisces moon. And I always thought like, I don't know where that comes into play because I don't feel it at all. And a oh boy, was I mistaken because when I utilize the water element within me and around me, uh, my business flows so beautifully and I am able to accept life that that it's it's this river that's consistently flowing and we're just like on a raft just mm. going with it you can't stop it flowing so so for for life it's just been such an acceptance tool for me to resonate with the water element and for business with with the fluidity of water i i see people all the time in my coaching business trying to run around with a bucket and collect like water drops from the sky, like little squirrels trying to collect acorns. And it feels like a drought. It feels like where is the energy and the money and the ideas and the programs and all of this that I know needs to flow through me. I'm trying to generate it or pick it up from somewhere when really it already comes from within, from the heart chakra and the solar plexus and the sacral chakra specifically. That's, that's what I resonate with. Um, it's generating inside of you all the time, like a dharmic flow. You already have it. And when you allow that well to fill up and you let the water rise and then come out with it publicly to be able to serve other people, it's got insane energy behind it. And, mm. and it does flow. But that takes discipline. That takes uh, time and effort really working in the internal world instead of all the time consuming and producing in the external world. And it takes patience. And like you said, kind of this not buying into the definition of what I'm supposed to do in my business. Because if you allow yourself to like unplug from all of, all of that, <laughs> um, you actually start to get your own rhythm. And again, with water, it's just, oh, it's inspired me beyond belief. I hope I'm making any kind of sense. <laughs> yeah, you totally are. You're totally speaking directly to all of my experiences, at least, because I definitely have been oh, the, the, the businesswoman who got too plugged in to the do-do-do in the past. And I think on some level, we all need to go through that to learn that that isn't the way and then release that. But, oh, my God, it felt good to let that all go and step more into play, which I think brings us nicely to something that you definitely wanted to talk about, which is our different seasons and cycles. You know, something that you mentioned earlier in you going through that process of transformation, almost like that life, death, rebirth moment where you had six months in your business where you were earning considerably less than what you were used to. Like, it would be so easy on a human level for you to be like, I'm failing, this isn't working, what's happening? But I think when you can understand on an energetic level, like what you're describing, you're in a season or a cycle of change, you're filling up your inner well from the inside out, and that magnetism is going to be available when you've done the inner work on the other side, makes it way easier to go through those cycles. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. And I love the word you said about the magnetism because everyone wants to know about attraction marketing, right? It's like, oh, yes, I want to magnetize my ideal client. Well, honey, you have to strengthen your inner compass. That is your magnet. 
you you've got to be a magnet for your mission. This is like one of the phrases that I that I always tell my my clients is, are you a magnet for your mission? Or are you trying to grab from external sources of inspiration to possibly puzzle piece together a program or your income or the way that you're going to run your podcast or the way that you're going to show up on your feed? It's like, no, go within and create the strongest magnet for all of the resources, all of the clients, all of the um, daily inspiration that you need to be a productive individual. and for all of the ways that that is going to lead you to your dream lifestyle, that comes from having an, a heart magnet, a, a really strong magnetism from inside. And that takes focusing on your concepts, on your ideas. You don't need to go consume more information. I usually put my clients on like 48 hour consumption detoxes because I'm like, you are, I don't care if it's if it's my podcast that they're listening to, or if it's my Instagram, I want you to turn it off because where, you know, that's coming from an external source. And so it's diluting your magnetism. Um, it's, it's, oh, it's everything. It's everything to have that magnet. Okay. So now what you really asked me about, (laughs) um, so with, with the cycles, it is so important to allow the cycle to happen, right? The second we jump into calculating and when is this going to be over? Because that, what you said, like, it would be easy for my brain to go into, oh, I'm failing. It did most days. It was like, you, you know, what are you going to do? Um, what if this was a mistake? What if you need to go back to your old business? What if you, what if, what if, what if? And my friend said something to me and she said, okay, every time that you get on a a train of thought that is going in that direction, do you realize you're wasting time and thought energy and all of your consciousness on the bad train of thought when you could be moving in the direction of your dreams bit by bit by bit? So every single time I went to a what if this fails thought. I came back to, okay, well, I'm already thinking about business. I might as well think in the direction of my dreams. Um, And still every day I was battling with, when is this going to be over? How many months? (laughs) And people listening right now, you may be thinking that too. Um, The more you let go and the more you surrender to the wave that you're on and you learn to surf that wave, um, you know, that's when it becomes a cyclical rhythm of your life that actually benefits your business, benefits your wellness, benefits your whole human experience. Don't Mm -hmm. fight it. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen whether you try to calculate it or not. Yeah, for sure. And if you fight it, it's just going to be way more uncomfortable as the walls come crumbling down because they're going to. And yeah, it's just fascinating listening to you speak about all of this. I definitely resonate with all of this on such a deep level, even right now as we record this podcast. Um, like, you know, 2020, it's been an incredible, like I call it the year of accelerated soul growth. Like there's, there can't be one being on this planet who has not gone through shift after shift after shift with what we've experienced this year. But even as we record this podcast now, I definitely feel like I'm going into one of those seasons with all of the astrological shifts coming up in December and everything that's going to be happening around that. 
where space is required. Like I just need to like make space, be with myself and be less available um, in the online space as what I would usually be. And, and way less, like way less consumption of other people's content, like at all. And then it getting into that season now of like, it's time to draw all of your energy back. So it is just nice to have these conversations where you're just like, you could get lost in the, it's end of year, like got targets oh, yeah. to hit. Like. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It is, <laughs> it is literally... <laughs> it is one of the things that I am so like mama bear protective about my audience and my clients and the, the women in inner bloom sisterhood. I'm so protective. I'm like, don't you let anyone make you feel like this new year, new me is going to, it is the reason why you need to buy a program is the reason why you need to get second guess yourself. Did I do enough this year? Um, is the reason why you need to start thinking about how much money you want to make when really impact and meaning has driven you this entire time. Don't back down on, on the way that you know, you need to run your life for maximum juice out of this life. And it, it does, it gets bombarding from Black Friday onward, it gets bombarding. So in Inner Bloom Sisterhood, every year we do Inner Shift, which is our New Year's way of uh, being able to go within and find our shift that we want to take on for, for the new year. So for 2021, it'll be an internal shift that we would like to step into and see what happens when we relate to that aspect. So something that has been incredible throughout this experience of running inner bloom sisterhood which we run on three month cycles and that happened when we realized that having a monthly membership is great but having monthly themes is too fast mm. like soul she needs space and time so now we do three month um, bloom cycles and so the month one of every single theme right now we're doing empowerment um, month one is always rooting and realizing what's underneath the surface for this topic um, we uncover a lot of wounds let's just say that it's <laughs> month one is usually a time where we have we really have to support one another through validation like it's okay that 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 you feel that way mm -hmm. um, because it's true whatever you're feeling is true and then the other two months, we sprout above the surface, sprout new leaves, try new things. And in the full bloom month and month three, we are radiating whatever we've learned outward. And we're for empowerment, for example, how do we shine our light so that we allow others to shine around us? That has been so incredible because not only is it a, a kind of not, it's like an anti-framework. <laughs> it's just the space that we need with a little bit of guidance and direction to bloom within. And what we've learned is that when you start relating to and connecting to a theme within you, it starts to evolve. Mm. You start to change. This happened with my menstrual cycle. When I started tracking my menstrual cycle, I immediately started seeing benefits. I immediately started feeling changes, even though all I did was kind of like, like if I was walking into a party, I just kind of did a handshake. 
Like that's mm-hmm. really all I did. I just started, started the conversation and the connection. And so literally whatever you want for your, for your next year, if you go within and you start a relationship with it, you're going to have it. You're, it's, it's going to happen and, and allow that, uh, you know, empower yourself to believe that and, and to have that. I love that. I think it's an important time of year to discuss that because definitely in the social media online space at the moment, there is that rush and it happens every year. You're right. Like after Black Friday, it's coming up to December 31st. Everybody all of a sudden seems to get their like target brain on and their their figures that they want to hit and things like that. And I've been tuning into myself this past couple of weeks and I'm like, I have no desire to go out and create anything right now. My desire is to come home to myself. So that is what I will be doing. Mm. And how important is it that we speak about this as leaders in the industry and we speak to, to let others know that that is not only allowed, but that is what we encourage. And I think people who act with integrity in this industry, the things that I, that I see from them are space and time and not just adding fast action bonuses for no reason, truly helping someone make a decision. Um, you know, if you're a coach on your discovery calls, are, are you actually helping the person make a decision if this is right for their life at this time? Um, you know, and when you're coming out with a program that is like, for example, in my personal coaching business, I will be coming out with a program in January, 2021. And I will be asking every single person, is this truly what you want to focus on? Um, Is this truly the money that you want to be investing? If it is, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm honored to guide you and serve you. Um, If it is not, feel empowered and feel free to tell me. Um, Mm -hmm. And and we will still stay connected and, and that will be totally okay. And um, I think we need more of that. We need more leaders standing up and saying, this is how I make my investment decisions. This is how I make my time investment decisions. I think what you just said is so beautiful that if your number one priority is coming home to the self and you find a program that helps you feel that way, then that is what you would be investing in. No other thing could possibly knock that priority off the top for you. Mm, a million percent. Um, and yeah, I just think you're right. As leaders, it's important to have that conversation because otherwise we fall we fall to that sense of got to keep churning things out. And I know from my own journey and like hearing you talk about your heart opening journey and where it led you to. And even though there was like a six month crumbling, it was like, you then found your, your footing again. I know that in the space always, whenever I give myself space, the most incredible shifts and awakenings happen. And if I want to continue to be a leader for all of the gorgeous women and souls who are listening to this podcast, why wouldn't I prioritize giving myself that space to understand where it is that I'm supposed to go next or who it is that I'm supposed to strip back and step more into next to lead from that place. And I think as leaders, that's what we want, right? We want to be able to lead people to the next level and the next level of their consciousness, not just their 
their business and their impact and all of this stuff, which is amazing, but just truly about like evolving consciousness and humanity at this time. Yes, absolutely. And something that came through me um, during the Lionsgate portal this year was make space for your changing. If that's all we're responsible for as our human selves to let our souls guide, uh, we have to make the space because we are the ones in touch and communicating with and transmuting through this 3D external space, right? And so if all we can do is have the power over our schedules, our environment, our focal points, our consumption, what we're taking in, if that's what we can do as our human selves to make space for our changing and let our soul show us the forecast, um, then that is our job. <laughs> that is so our job. And it is the job that makes us the most money, the most happiness, the most, the most inflow and gets us in touch with what is truly possible. Last year, I had a vision board. Um, I don't know what your opinions are on this, but my relationship with that practice has shifted it, you know, an incredible amount since last year. And um, I'm just so beyond it. I'm so beyond it. My friend Dina says, "May whenever I say something to her that I desire, she says, may it be that or better. Mm, and I'm like, that. oh, I could just, just take me to heaven. That is because, gorgeous. <laughs> because can we just surrender to the fact that we know nothing and we need not know anything besides how we feel in this moment? Um, and I think for me personally, a vision board is uh, more limiting than it is amplifying or inspiring to me. I'm, again, I'm a much more watery individual than I once thought. And what lights me up and keeps me flowing is not looking at where I want to be. It's feeling and squeezing the juice out of this moment and feeling so high on my life as it is that what I call in is that or better. Oh, that is just gold. <laughs> I just needed to like pause you for a moment there to let that gold drop in. <laughs> like, I hope you're all taking this in girls because I, just to add to your, your view on vision boarding, it's definitely things that I did in the beginning and I had a vision and a vision board. And I've, to be honest, it was, it was more of like a private Instagram account where like I've just saved images of things that I wanted and yeah. And I've ticked all of that off and, and more, to be honest, that was on the vision board in the first place. And I was in that space with it a few weeks ago where I was thinking, do I want to create another one? Or is there a point because... I ticked all of that off, but it was never about me actually getting what was on the board, what made, what meant the most for me and all of it, because it worked out way better than I ever could have imagined anyway. What, what mattered the most for me and all of it was just the person who I became and the journey and being in the moment with how things were unfolding. So I get exactly what you're saying in the sense of, do I, do I want to create another one? Possibly not, no, possibly not. And I feel, going back to the fluidity thing, desires are constantly like changing, evolving, growing. Mm -hmm. And 
back to what you said earlier, like the presence, like the presence is the gift and it can be, I guess, almost limiting to stay so focused on possibly even an outdated desire. Like, do you still desire what's even on the board or have you shifted, evolved and grown and your board is not caught up? Yes. And that's why, especially with the specifics of, of just this one practice of a vision board, right? That's why it's so important to have sovereignty and think for yourselves. If you are listening to this podcast and you're, because we have said this, you are like, okay, let me check in. Does that resonate with me? That's the process that I hope you're going through, not just buying into what we're saying, because we are saying that that is what works for us. Um, thinking for yourself and having the sovereignty to say, yeah, but you know what? This vision board practice has actually been really beneficial for me. And I feel like doing it again this year. Great. Bless you. I love that. Um, but personally, it it's not something that I consider a favorite. And so I'm never going to spend time on things that I, that I don't consider um, to be like fueling my heart engine um, because that's where I know all the blessings of my life and the blessings that I can give to other people come from my heart engine. So if it's not the fuel for the heart engine, I'm saying no. And in, uh, in two years ago, yes, two years ago, I made a vision board that was digital. It was the private Instagram account <laughs> said, so that I could update it. Guess who never updated it? Me. So it just goes to show that I guess this practice was never really, um, meant for me in the long haul and that's okay i release it it's, it's all right but it brings me back to a question that you had said kind of in the beginning is it necessary to go through the staples or the the kind of groundwork in business or in spirituality just to realize that you don't need it is that really what it's all about because i think so <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. It's like, otherwise we just went through all of that stuff for like, what? But yeah, I feel like it is, it's the, it's the journey, it's the becoming, it's the wisdom that we get on the other side. But I guess as students of life, which is essentially what we are, we are just trying out these things, trying out, you know, whether it's food that we want to eat, places that we want to live, roles that we want to take on, vision boards that we want to make or not make. And yeah, I think we gain so much wisdom through going through all of that. But I think what you said in claiming sovereignty on the other side of that then, and then being really discerning, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. I love this. I don't love this. That's the real that's the real path. That's the real path. When we're no longer just blindly following because it works for someone else and because someone else said it, it's the way to go. But actually when we're really truly being discerning with our energy and going, that doesn't feel like truth for me. Mm -hmm. And I say that to my clients all the time. I'm like, listen, don't ever give your power away to me because I say something. Please feel into yourself and ask, is this my truth? And if it's not, cool you you get to have this incredible adventure called life where you get to go figure out what your truth is and take what feels like truth and leave what doesn't yeah absolutely and with our community in inner room sisterhood we kind of had this crazy idea like what if people just took accountability and sat in the driver's seat of their own growth in a community that they pay for 
where we are guiding solely based on the principle that you can grow and that you deserve it and will be here to reflect what you learn. And we were like, we don't know if people are going to pay for that. Honestly, it, so, so much of this industry is built upon teaching and learning. And I'm a Sagittarius and my North Node is in Sagittarius. And I'm all about the, the teaching of wisdom, um, experiencing for me, what is, what is coming through this body and then pouring it out. Um, that's my personal mission. And so I do believe in that so much, but with the community, we wanted to do something different and say, what would happen if we create the space for that changing and we create the allowance and the encouragement? It takes a lot of encouragement. Um, and virtually, we also didn't know if, if a woman's circle virtually was going to have the power that it does in person. And we were blissfully surprised that this is what we need at this moment. And this is something that people truly value and will pay for and will tell all their friends about because it is truly life-changing when you have a group of women around you that are not telling you how you need to grow but rather giving you the space to take control of your own adventure and let your experience teach you. Mm, that's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. And I love even what you shared earlier that you do it in three month cycles. Like it's just perfect when you mentioned about like, you know, the going to the root and then obviously like almost like planting that seed, letting that seed grow and then watching it bloom everything you're saying in terms of cycles, it's harmonious. It's how we were always supposed to work. And I think yes. that's what's gorgeous. We were, we're just going back to how we should have always been. We lost our way. We got lost in the 3D, you know, matrix, hustle, vibe, search outside of yourself, give your power away type vibe. And we're all going through this collective pageant to really come home to ourselves. And it sounds like, Inner Bloom Sisterhood is definitely a guiding light and space for women to do that. Absolutely. And you're right. We got, we get lost. I consistently get lost thinking that nature is outside of myself. And I forget that the nature has always been within me, a part of me, and I am a part of it. And so exactly what you said, it sounds like what we would do in these three month bloom cycles mimics or mirrors nature and that's exactly why it works and that's exactly why it feels good and doesn't feel pushy or um or contrived at all and it more so feels like we're walking each other home as as Ram Dust would say mm, so gorgeous I've loved having this conversation today I I do a lot of work with kind of like galactic and cosmic energies. So a lot of my awakenings have been like third eye awakenings, womb awakenings. Do you know what's gorgeous about speaking to you, Taylor? You really, and it helps definitely as well, the paradise that you're sitting in. You definitely do feel that whole earth, nature, cyclical, like grounded, rooted vibe that you are giving off. So yeah, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because it, <laughs> it's working. And I would love for you to just share a little bit more with the listeners about, you know, how they can connect with you, you know, if they wanted to join the Inner Bloom Sisterhood, where can they find you and all of the deets? 
Yes, absolutely. So if you'd like to find me and chat to me personally, my DMs are always open and my handle on Instagram is taylor.elizabethlane. So please chat to me there. Let me know that you came from this podcast episode so I can uh, just kind of reference maybe what you've heard from me and we can uh, we can chat, we can connect. Like I'm always open for that. If you want to be in Inner Bloom Sisterhood, we welcome you with open arms. We have specific enrollment periods. So just based on when you're listening, we may or may not be um open for enrollment. So you'll just go to our Instagram at Innerbloom Sisterhood and see if we are open. You can always join the free community space that we have on Mighty Networks. So it's an app. It'll be right on your phone. You can chat in the forum uh, discussions that we have and you can just wait for the next enrollment period. It's still a super fun, encouraging, supporting place to be while you wait for the doors to open. And then you can go on these three month bloom cycle journeys with us. We'd love to have you Um, And thank you so much for having me and sharing me with your listeners. I really loved the conversation and and I'm so glad with everything. Everything that flowed through was perfect. Yeah, so perfect. And yeah, thank you, honestly, for just bringing your your paradise grounded earthy vibes to the podcast. I think everybody's (laughs) going to love soaking that up. Um, So thanks again and make sure everyone who's listening, go check out Taylor Lane. Of course, I'm going to put all of her details inside of the show notes. And as always, girls, wherever you are in the world, thank you for listening. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.